Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after lodge banter. Afterlodge podcast, and you guys thought we wouldn't be back. This is Afterlodge Harlan, joined <laughs> as always by worshipless producer Bruce. Howdy. And Sir John, who uh, has cured his absence from our big 200th anniversary show. Like, so, I'm not trying to be an asshole here, but I'm kind of glad John wasn't on next week because for at least 75% of the show, we were at the maximum that Google Hangouts would allow. Oh yeah, we were. there were several people who wanted to join and couldn't join because See? because Hangouts has that cap. And John, being the good guy he is, didn't show up. And like he he didn't want to tell us that to you know make himself look awesome. He just, oh, he just I just figured it'd be nice for our, our our listener base that we sat it out to be able to speak without some belligerent Irish shit had cutting them off. John, so the history of they never have before, John. Yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna let it go. So we also have Jeff. Yep. And uh, our special guest for the evening may not be able to stick around too long. Is uh, his brother Mike? Hello, Mike. Howdy, howdy. So uh, Mike and I, uh, he is a a show listener that I met uh, down here in the good state of Texas, traveling on business years ago. Now every time I come in, we, we always sync up at some point. And because I am a straight-up asshole, I never actually thought to invite him on the show until this last time. So I did, and here he is. I'm glad um, to be here. Mike, welcome. We are glad to have you. Harlan talked about you coming on, and then he said you weren't coming on, and then he said he didn't know. So, <laughs> Yeah. I try to be as confusing as I can. <laughs> so, uh, I think the only reason he associates with me is he's still trying to catch me down here riding dirty. Um, but usually I'm riding somewhere 
with him to meet him, and so it's guilt by association. Um, well, I did have a trainee this time, and it was a good opportunity, but I was stuck in a booth, so... Yeah, that's true. So I'm always, it's always good to know, know Mike down here with, with law enforcement. So I always ask him, you know, where, where are the places in town I should watch out for and stay away from? And then I take notes and make sure that I, I go to those places. Um, uh, this is, this is a uh, large bar of soap you, you see off camera, Mike. It is uh, <laughs> a large shrink-wrapped bar of soap. <laughs> that, uh, does it have a rope on it? Uh, no, no. Um, Out for the ones with rope. Harlan rolls no rope. Nope. No. Incidentally, it weighs exactly one kilo. So, <laughs> <laughs> because there's a scale in my hotel room, I, I don't know why. Har- Harlan, you should not make jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just don't taste it with your pinky finger. Got it. I don't know. I'm still trying to. Yeah. That, that's Bruce, always been I've always been bad with drug jokes and metrics anyway. Like, I still don't know what one marijuana is, so I'm, yeah. You kind of have to know that stuff to make jokes about it. Uh-huh. Will you take you're, the marijuana out. by uh, oral injection? Uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm lost. I was just trying to play the, like, look at me, I'm cool, I know a cop thing, and I blew it. Nice job, counselor. Yes, yes. Uh, no, so uh, so one time I, I met Mike down here at a, a big, co- actually the same conference I'm at, uh, and I met him out in front of the hotel, and some executives were quite startled that uh, that their attorney just left with the cops, and didn't say anything, and now he's not answering his phone, and... <laughs> So we, we had a nice we had a nice lunch hour and when I came back uh, people were concerned. <laughs> what kind of reputation do I have? They just assume like oh well there goes Harlan we better figure something out. Well you better did get out of the car that time. Uh, so I guess it depends entirely whether you get in the front or the back. Yeah, I don't I don't know that anybody took those details down. They just went running over to like a couple of the executives like hey um. Uh, Harlan's supposed to be talking to clients in uh, in like an hour, and he just left with the police. Yeah, that was fun. Um, unfortunately, this time, somehow, like in the in this entire city, like within a two hour radius of here, there's not anything going on at any lodge anywhere. How, how does that happen in Texas exactly? We get together when you come in, and uh, we all decide to meet the week after you're here. Ah, that's what it was. So it didn't used to be that way, but then I visited enough times that now I've got my own special meeting. That's you've you, you've given them time to rewrite their bylaws. Yes, <laughs> that's that's good. Good thought. I hadn't thought of that. I don't know. You did say there was like a degree practice at like six a.m. or some nonsense like that. Yes. Yeah, I'm not doing yes. that. So, <laughs> not the degree practice part, because I'd absolutely go meet some guys for that. It's the, like, AM part that lost me. Um, I'm not into that. Lodges were meant to meet in the evening. That is why we wear tuxedos. It is evening wear. Lodge is an evening activity. Daylight lodges are unmasonic. 
for the record, <laughs> none of us wear tuxedos. I do. Okay, Harlan does. <clears throat> so yeah, uh, I wear a commander uniform, so I'm not going to poke fun at him. <laughs> you don't really have a choice. Glass houses. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, if I were you and I had spent that much money on a uniform, I'd friggin' wear it too. You're fucking right. Or LARPing together. <laughs> so so Mike, are you uh are you involved in any of the affiliate bodies? You know, I wanna be, but I'm an honest cop, so I can't afford to be. Oh. <laughs> that's that's fair. Well, John could John could help you out with that. He he gave up that honest cop thing. <clears throat> I gave up the cop thing. Let's not let's let's make sure which one of those two I gave up. <laughs> right, 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 Harlan. All we actually know is he's not a cop anymore. Yeah, but we never found out why. And you know, I <laughs> old, I decrepit, angry, and bitter. How's that? Which is why, if we ask him, "Hey, John, are you an honest cop?" He has to say no. Well, but I'm old, decrepit, angry, and bitter too. Yeah, but they pay you better down in Texas. Hmm. I, I can't complain too much. See? <laughs> My, he does get to drive the, the the big truck around. Like this is the Texas is the only place I come where all the cops are in like these big SUVs. Like back in Pennsylvania. Sounds about everybody's right. Everybody's in like Nissan rogues and stuff. It's <laughs> it, it's a relatively new thing. We we are transitioning from uh from uh, little cars into big SUVs now, and really, yeah, I, I don't understand why we're all doing it at the same time, but that seems oh. to be the way it's going. I mean, my town's going the other way. They 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 got rid of the Dodge Chargers and started uh, getting like like subcompacts. I don't know. I've been pulled over by an Explorer before. Yeah, they, uh, I I think it might be like one of the high ups, but there's one. Uh, I, I think it's an Explorer. Or no, it's it's a Dodge Dodge's SUV. Oh, I see it around town all the time. Mm-hmm. So, my, Mike, I yeah. misunderstood. You said you're going from the SUVs to the cars. No, we're going from cars to SUVs. It feels like. Oh, uh, okay. There's a few Chargers around, and there's even a few Crown Vicks still around. But really, really, yes! most wow. of them are going towards Tahoe's. Ah. Mm. Oh. That wasn't uh, my first wasn't you all that was having the issues with the uh, exhaust leaking into the car, is it? My that, was part, one no, of the, that was the Ford. I know it was a Ford, but I'm trying to remember uh, which uh, department it was. It was not us, not that I'm aware of. Uh, okay. Yeah. You know, we're trying to stay pretty generic with the department stuff there, Jeff. I don't want to. I want to get Mike in trouble. I, I have to come back down here for business a lot, and he knows where to find me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, because sometimes our employers listen to the show, as uh, a certain uh, milk truck drivers learned at some point. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, so, my quick question for you: One, on your department as an example, how mm-hmm. prolific is Masons among the staff? And two, are you allowed to wear light on your uniform? Uh. Well, I'll answer the second one first. No. Um, we're very strictly controlled on that. Um, we can wear, like, jewelry and stuff. So there are people who wear rings, um, but no pins or anything like that. As far as uh, how many masons there are... Um, like, 
ratio percentage wise kind of thing not i'd say at least at least 10 percent uh spread amongst uh, uh grand lodge of texas and the uh prince hall grand lodge hmm. that's respectable it it's gone down but it's we're also seeing a trend i've had three or four people uh express an interest is your rookie one of those people uh we had a discussion about it today he asked yeah good see was it was it our show that did it was it, it me did i inspire him it was you it was <laughs> you. It, it so, wasn't other sergeants or training officers <laughs> yeah. so my advice is to get him to join a nearby lodge that is not yours on the account of him being a shit magnet Yes. So. Oh, he's got to have one. <laughs> we have quite a few. As does every lodge. The, the, the shift he's going to has all of them. As <laughs> This poor guy. I met this guy yesterday, and these guys were talking about every routine run Mike's been on with him has turned into some kind of shit show. <laughs> <laughs> Herlin, 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 ask me again why I'm not a cop. <laughs> wait, wait, John, were you were you the shit magnet in your department? Oh god, yeah. Have you just met me? I was gonna say the difference is John did it on purpose. Yep. <laughs> well he is so he does have that title within the York Rights, so I could only it only makes sense that that was true as a cop too. That's yeah. Only white guy in Indian reservation? Oh yeah, I found stuff. <laughs> just saying. John, if you weren't squatting on their native lands. <laughs> you don't live with your own people uh, in Boston. Wait, what? In Is Ireland? Allowed? Hey, someone oh, got the mind. reference by I proxy. Just, yeah, I just put all. I'm slow. <laughs> we were talking before the show about my uh, my introverted nature, and I've spent the past three days schmoozing clients and doing all this social stuff, and I'm I'm just like fried. Uh, for some reason, I can do lodge and. It, it's fine. I love being sociable with my brothers, but when it comes to business, I, I really went into the wrong line of work to be somebody that just doesn't like people. Harlan is at the end of his rope after talking to so many people for so many days, so he thought the correct thing to do would be to come on and do a podcast and talk to thousands of people. So. Well, it's fine, but these, are. People, these thousands of people are Masons, though, and somehow it's, it's just different. I, oh, I thought you meant it's fine because you can't see them. Well, there's that too. In your head, there's only like four of us. <laughs> well, let's let's be real, Bruce. There's really only four of us. The rest of them are are traffickers that we buy from India. So, you know. Well, you oh wait, get, are you recording? You gotta, right get, you gotta get the views somehow. Oops. I love the after lunch podcast. Wait, what am I talking about? It's yeah. not illegal. It's just frowned upon. Now, now those round guys at a square table are going to run with our idea, and they're going to have hundred thousand listeners. Just because they bought all their likes on Facebook. I mean, what he is. <laughs> uh, speaking of the round guys at the square table, how how is old Mickey Johnson doing? He's so far managed to stay out of trouble thus far, from my standpoint, because I'm his district officer. So, but he's also pulling me into the AMD next month. So then. I'll have to answer to him again. Were you, were you responsible for him not coming on last episode? Because he totally told, told us he was going to come on. And then the night of, he was like, oh, hey, guys, I got this thing. 
Totally can't make it. Bummer. I wish I could. He told me to wash his hair. (laughs) He said something about kids and sports. I don't even think it was a sentence. It was just words. (laughs) Lawyer. They don't do sports. What? Yeah, he has no athletic talent. His kids are in sports, but I will assure you that Nick Johnson has absolutely no physical prowess. Well, you know, well, you can't have it all. We each have our roles to play. That's true. Um, I appreciate the the cop attorney dynamic um, that we had going in the show. Did you know him when you were on the force, John? Nick? Yeah. Uh, I yeah, technically yeah, because I I. I've gone in and out of law enforcement the last 15 years. So you ever run into yes. like a court appearance or anything? No, although admittedly I'm surprised because he does work uh, not at the state or local level. Um, hmm. And I didn't, my last assignment was on the not state or local level, uh, but none of our casework fell back, back and forth. But then again, mine was also DOD. So oh. I'm always terrified about like uh, my some of our fellow cops. Uh, one of whom is a, a member of our lodge, and I'm always terrified one day I'm gonna get that that client, and then end up like there's the arresting officer. You know, like uh oh, this is gonna be fun. Would you just refuse <laughs> yourself from that? Be like, sorry, I can't no. represent you. I mean, there's there's way too much. <laughs> it's like, no, there's money there. He's <laughs> <laughs> funny. There's funny to be had. <laughs> like, like, don't you see the buzzard circling? The attorney's moving in. <laughs> uh, I uh, I imagine, Mike, when we had lunch yesterday, you you told your rookie that you were you had to tell him you were going to meet a lawyer. Oh, you know that might have slipped my mind. <laughs> ah, that would have been fun to mess with him. Like, thing is, you got to fuck with the rookie and tell him you're going to go see an immigration attorney. Yeah. just see well, what happens. Uh, uh, he, he may have figured it out by the end of the lunch, but why did Harlan try to depose him? No, <laughs> no, I actually shared my uh, I shared our our co-equal status as as shit magnets because I, I know how he feels. Um, well, I mean, the stories I've just told you guys pre-show sometimes ought to tell you, like that whole thing I got tangled up with with the private investigators, John. Oh was, my god! Yeah. Like this stuff just happens to me. Like you get these perfectly normal seeming cases, and then, and then after it, we're done, after we're done recording, you gotta bring me up to speak because I'm still dying oh, to hear what else is going God. on with that. Because that's just good. That's good humor for me to listen to that stuff. Yeah, so I, I feel bad for your rookie, Mike, because I, I that's a good reason why I shouldn't be a cop. Besides, you know, the fact that I just never make it. I have problems with authority and shaving, and it's there. Uh, I feel from two, but mostly because he has to sit and listen to me for eight hours a day. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had a we had a nice little chat about you while you uh, stepped to the facilities. So, you know. That doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. I said, <laughs> I'd almost be ashamed if he didn't talk about me. Said a few things. Told him if he ever told you, I would find him and make bad things happen to him. So... <laughs> yeah, I was... I've had a... That was actually like the... Unfortunately, the highlight of, of my visit thus far, because <laughs> Texas is much hotter than Pennsylvania, and you think it's a dry heat, but it's not. It's like the jungle down here. It's Arizona. Oh, my gosh. Could be worse. There is an armpit to Texas that's much, much humider. 
I'm not. I'm not. Wait, are you talking about Houston? Yes. Because <laughs> oh. I avoid that place like the plague. <laughs> I had to go there a couple times because the the district courts there and all the bad or bad patent cases come out of there, and I I just stay away now. It's Houston's the swamp crotch of Texas. Yeah. It belongs with Louisiana. Like, can't can't Austin just like surrender that to to Louisiana and just let we, we to build a wall around Austin and fill it? Well, anyways, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, I like Austin. It's a good place to drink. Trump is going to be pissed when he finds out that that wall is just a big circle. That is not what he had in mind. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I, I love my state. I don't wish to get rid of any portion of it, and it's perfect. <laughs> okay, you can't possibly say it. like like Texas is like six different states under the same government. Like there's just there's no way. I love my state, and it is perfect. <laughs> Are you wow. reading that off a script? No, no. Look at that. He's the Texans <laughs> going all Minnesota nice. This is oh, this I, is impressive. I love my state, and it's <laughs> we're not better than any other state. We're just Texas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that says to everyone. That we are equal partners among the other states. We're we are equal partners among the other states. <laughs> we're not better than any other state. We're just the best state. I, I can't walk outside of this hotel right now and turn ten degrees in any direction without seeing either a a giant ass Texas flag. We're a huge Lone Star engraved in stone every 10 degrees I turn. It is not my fault that we know how to do nationalism upright. Huh. <laughs> nationalism. <laughs> nationalism. Nationalism. Uh, uh, the, the People's Republic of Texas, Bruce. We, huh. we are the greatest nation in the country. That, that's... That's just scientific fact. Hey, they were smart. They were smart enough when they joined the union to put the caveat in there that they could leave it well. So and it passed. Like no joke. The first first time I ever came to Texas in my life was I was in law school and I was going to the district court in Houston, and so I, here I am at this big federal courthouse, and like on this giant door is engraved this like split in half with the two parts of the door. This giant Texas Lone Star. Which you think, of course, you're in Texas, but, but it's the federal courthouse. Like every other state I've been in, you don't have like the state's iconography on the federal courthouse, except in Texas. Like, well, you eat our federal courthouse. Yeah. <laughs> That's because Texas loaned them the bowling. And like, like all the interstate overpasses, like, like the, the concrete trusses. That, that hold it all up, like all of them have the Lone Star like engraved in them. You know, <laughs> I've heard that if you look closely, you can find an armadillo engraved on one of them in every underpass. Huh. Hmm. Just, I don't know the truth of that. I might just be spreading a rumor. Texans what? are very <laughs> proud of, of being Texans. <laughs> and apparently by that newly spread rumor, they like the armored weasel. Yes. Well, I mean, Texas said... Uh, never mind. Yeah. So, hey, they make good soup, apparently. Yeah. Because they come with a bowl? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's all there, Bruce. It's all like so everything you need. If only they had like a spoon strapped to their back. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> a salt shaker. <laughs> hey, look, meals on meals. Get back here, you little bastard. I'm hungry. 
Ah, can I get that ordered to my room? Because we were talking before the show about my still trying to figure out dinner. Just step outside. This- You'll probably find one. And the, uh, maybe. I, so, well, Michael. In, in my mind, know. Texas is like nothing but like tumbleweeds and armadillos everywhere you look. I'm not, you know, unfortunately, I'm not it's. Uh, backyard, but I'm not not saying it either. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I've never been to Texas. Where I'm staying, it's a lot of illicit-looking characters and Texans everywhere. Uh, Michael sure armadillos in disguise. Mike would be familiar with uh, with this area, I think. Like, I'm I'm in this this hotel that's got like a giant iron fence all the way around it, and it's on uh, it's near the medical area. And I walked back from a restaurant last night, and it, it's very sketchy here. Uh, I'm I think I know the one. Is it? Is Harry it Hines is the is the road, and it's yeah. Like medical Center Drive, or uh, yep, yep. It's yeah, uh, I that one. I, medical I District Drive. Yeah, that's uh, that's that is literally my patrol area. I didn't know you were right there. Oh yeah, so better not order that Thai food, pal. Yeah, <laughs> hold on. I gotta I gotta make a call to cancel my uh, Thai to go. <laughs> Actually, that tie to go is really good. I recommend it. Okay, so so it, it's definitely food. Like I can't order a takeout massage while I'm at it. I do recommend the the two happy endings, but that's just. It. <laughs> hey, so no, my three, wife listens to this come... show. We gotta we gotta rein that back in. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But you want you want two so rubs much and well, my buddy told me to order two, so four rubs and two tugs. Thank you. Well, that's why he told me too. Now he knows exactly where I'm staying. He's gonna be there by the time that my here. <laughs> Moocher. I'm gonna get up right now and go bolt the door. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, last night I, I went out with, with some folks and imbibed a little too much tequila and I thought, you know, I don't I don't need to take an Uber. I need to walk back because I gotta sweat some of this out. And then it was fine for a few blocks and then I I I, I didn't bring a firearm with me and I sincerely regretted that because I'm like, oh God. I'm I'm a white guy alone and this is this is not a good place for me. Yeah, if I had known that's where you were staying I would have told you not to walk by yourself after <laughs> Yeah, this is like uh, this was this was right around midnight too. So. Um, there are some very friendly ladies that like yep. wave and smile and stuff. It's uh, you know, some of them uh, they, they just look like cookies. What's up, Nick? <laughs> Nick, you're uh, you're killing us with your road noise there, brother. With the what noise? Nick, the are you noise. in a wind tunnel? No, I'm in my car. Are is this better? Is your car no. in a wind tunnel? No, it's not better. There's a you lot might. of noise. Mute. Mute. Is it? The, is it? That's right. That's what I thought. So, so is this better? Yes, that's oh my god. Yes. Much. So okay. much. Hello, so Nick. Much. Welcome. Hello. Who's the guy also in a car? So this this is Brother Mike. Uh, he is uh, from the Republic of Texas, where I am this week. Uh, we had lunch yesterday, and I invited him on the show. He's a Republican in Texas? Sounds terrible. No, I said he's from the Republic of Texas. I'm a libertarian uh, in Texas. No, that's even worse. <laughs> so, uh, that's difficult. It's not worse. Shot it. 
yeah. Anyway, um, we were talking about the uh, all the friendly ladies who were waving at me as I was walking last night. Nick, I'm uh, may not in fact be ladies. Uh, I got that impression from from a couple, but it was a safe distance. I was on the uh, I was on one side of the street, and like everybody who I probably didn't want to meet was on the other side. Except the side I was on was the side that the sprinklers were on at midnight because people watered their grass at midnight. So I'm just walking through like all of these sprinklers, uh, which was nice. Because they're termed during the day. It's too hot and evaporates. That's true. Sorry, I live in a state that gets hot. Wait, Pennsylvania doesn't get hot, John. My neck neck (laughs) really does with about 90% humidity. Uh, Well, if it's 90% humidity, it's not going to evaporate. Exactly. I mean, that's... You can turn your sprinkler on and create a storm. Oh, ow. What is happening? So, I, uh... Sorry. Is he playing Pokemon Go? <laughs> no, I'm driving my car. Did you uh, level up your Pokemans? <laughs> and if I... It has, like, the sort of autopilot thing, and if I don't touch... Oh, like, oh, that oh. Wait. Oh, 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 oh. Hey, uh, hello there. Uh, Mike, Mike, we were we were uh talking about hookers? What? Can you can you just tell <laughs> not at all? <laughs> to, to be fair. To, to be fair, we're not entirely certain they were ladies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um oh, hey. Hi wife. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hey. I, I sent you the wrong link. Oh. I like the cheap. Fun. Oh, okay. Darn. I thought she had just picked that randomly Harlan? this episode. Though. I Harlan, thought she snuck off. As, as she never comes onto the camera when you're recording, is that your missus? Uh, is. That, that, is, that is the missus. Um, that is bye, the missus. Bye. You hey, missus. One, hey, nice to meet you. Two, you outpunted your coverage. Here we go. I got, <laughs> I got your Facebook message. I'll, I'll respond to your Facebook message tomorrow. Wait, what? 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 <laughs> Uh, so, I, y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm broken now. Like, I'm, I just talked about how we got to rein this in because my wife listens to the show, and now here she is. Surprise! Fortunately, <laughs> your fault. She's here. Fortunately, I'm a thousand miles away from her physical grasp. So, um, your oh. child is trying to get your attention. Can you please recognize her for once in your life? Hello. Hello. <laughs> Y'all know we're like live broadcasting, right? Yeah. So, okay. So you're you're. There are like seven people who can. Well, gentlemen, lady, I'm gonna have to uh, get off. We're about to go get the uh, kiddo picked up. Y'all have a right. good evening. Yeah. Hey, Mike. Mike. Stay Thanks safe, brother. Good luck with that. It was Take care. Fun, man. Come back sometime. Bye. We'll see you. Great talking to you. Yep. Please don't arrest me. Great. Such a Stay nice safe. guy. Shut up, Nick. Stay safe. Such a nice guy. He is. Hey, what part of Texas are you in? I'm in. Oh, well, you just dropped. What? Dallas. Oh, and you didn't. I mean, you didn't just call. You didn't call Chuck Dunning and try to go to lodge. You just don't care, no, dude, huh? Dude, I called. So I've got a lot of Dunning is there? Dallas, and there is nothing masonically happening within two hours of here anywhere oh, this week. Yes, there is. Crazy. I'll connect with Bye. you offline. Uh, Berlin's wife. Oh, she already left. Damn, she didn't even get. 
She didn't even give you a chance yeah. to say goodbye. She was like, bye. She was going because she was listening, and we were talking about uh, that tie to go place. And she wanted me to know that she's watching. I know what that is. <laughs> Subtle as a chainsaw. Yeah, well, so joke's on her. No, it's not. It's all on me. Joke's on her. Harlan did a walk through sprinklers last night to avoid the Hishi hookers. Wait, yeah. <laughs> well, mostly I was. Concerned. Still fail. Mostly, I was concerned about the guys standing on the corner making strange hand gestures at other guys and cars randomly stopping and, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. I didn't so they were amazing. Yeah, I thought they were like, yeah. like Prince Hall Mason. Yeah, they're throwing out the dew guard. And the recognition thing in Texas just happened, so I didn't want to jeopardize it, so I just I steered clear. I didn't want to witness something I shouldn't have. And <laughs> I, I do have some survival instincts, and in case you didn't know. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> Harlan, if the world was coming to an end, I would not trust you for survival instincts. Bruce, absolutely. Bruce would, like, move a book on his bookcase, and it would have, like, a secret room that goes underground, and he would have plenty of rations and porn to last us. Uh, I got... <laughs> Nick, you know nothing of the cast of the show. <laughs> you don't listen to the show, so... <laughs> Although, although, the variety like of porn I is like what's important when you're thinking long Rations and porn were yes. together. That's... In the event of a world disaster, we're all going to Jason's, like, dirt hill. So that is that is the place to be. You got Bruce all wrong. Like, you can't just have interracial porn and midget porn. You need interracial midget porn. Yes. You have to Come bridge on. the gaps. It's, it's a progressive science. Well, yeah. I'm still working on it. And it sounds like I need to set up a red line phone between my Citadel in the Northwoods to, and Jason's little dirt mound. Well, so we got a ham radio thing that uh, that was far more than a mound, sir. And so we could we could probably get get something going with that, John, and, uh, and that way, should communications go out, we can still be in contact <laughs> with the new kids. We can still do the After Lodge podcast. <laughs> yes, wow. yes, that's right. <laughs> well, so, Broadcasting from the apocalypse. <laughs> so when we, when we started doing the show, um, the running joke was that After Lodge was a ham radio thing that we were doing at the lodge. Uh, and, and people, <laughs> That's like, funny. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. That's well, hilarious. Know, we had all this equipment, and whenever somebody not from our lodge would ask, like, what is all this stuff in your Tyler's room? And then we would just tell them, we, we have a ham radio enthusiast thing going on. Don't worry about it. Um, That's course, like the guys from our lodge were, they, they knew what was up, but everyone else. The sad part is that was five years ago, and there's still like a dozen members of our lodge who, who think. Oh, yes. yes. Well, those guys, we just, it was the only way Seriously? we could explain it to them. They didn't get the podcast thing. So we're like, you know what? Just, it's ham radio. We talked to some guys on the radio. <laughs> You should see how far you should take it. Add a, li a line item in the budget. Be like $3,000. The Ham Radio Masonic Enthusiast Club. $2,000 for telegraphs. So <laughs> and then people would Back be in like, my day. why did you spend 346% of our budget on a ham radio show? <laughs> no, for sure, remember Donnie like, was... Well, he was into to the... Uh, the CB radio stuff pretty hardcore back in the day. And so he got like super interested and we were trying to tell him like, it, it's not really like that. And then he was like, I went over to his house. He has all this stuff in his garage. Like he was breaking every FCC rule in the book. 
back before cell phones. That was like how that was how he stayed in touch with his wife and kids. They all had CB radios that could overpower everything within you know forty miles. Oh, they're running yeah. the, like the GPRS frequency or whatever it was. Oh, I remember. Yeah, it's now we can. So we can we can still broadcast the the After Lodge podcast on amateur radio. Um, in fact, that stupid Slack bot that Jason set up in our in our Slack workspace. Every time somebody says After Lodge, it says After Lodge is a ham radio show. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't taken the time to go figure out how to disable that. But the, the, the sad part is like they're not even talking about this show. They're just talking about something yeah. that we should do after Lodge. And this Slackbot shows up, like, and you're just like, go away. Lodge is a ham radio show. Shut it's up. No, it's like, anytime you hey. uh, say the word master, all hail the one in the hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's something about purple people eaters. Whenever, I don't know if it's Grand Lodge specifically or just Grand. It's that. Yeah, I, I it used to be much worse. I did go in and clean out like a whole bunch of stuff because it was just too distracting. You told it to shut up at face palms. Yeah, I forgot how to do that. I kind of want to re-enable the plus one thing because it made Jason so mad, and maybe that would get him mad enough that he would yeah. type something. It's called plus plus, and we should totally do that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll figure out how to turn that back on. Bruce, are you an admin in our slackery? I am not. I'll have to fix that, and then you can do it. I didn't I know you were. I thought Jason was the only one, and then he disappeared. No. So like everything was stuck. No, I I'm finally I, get off my ass and dive into that so I can get it going for my lodge because we have the worst communication. You Maybe. should totally do it. Like it, it's oh, kind of yeah. hard getting the old guys to use it, but once they do, like it's super handy. Don, I yep. feel like you're talking about the lodge where everyone ignored your summons. So <laughs> don't know that. <laughs> well, there is that. I feel like communications is uh, number two on your issue list. Well, there is that. Also budgeting, because now we have 130k in our bank account. So now we got to figure out how to store that in a place where it'll grow interest and nobody care with it. We'll be more than happy to hold that for you, John. Do you want to merge? You know, <laughs> I'd be more than happy to send it your way, because I think it'd be more responsibly handled. Oh, John. <laughs> uh, here's oh, the thing, like, yes. like, like, there's a lot of things we could do with ten or twenty thousand dollars. I feel like a hundred and thirty thousand, like, that's way too much for us. <laughs> no, it's not, and nothing would be accomplished. Well, something would be accomplished, but <laughs> be like Robin Williams on a coke bender. <laughs> we gotta get you on a plane at some point, like. We we can start a collection and and get get you here. This is this has to happen. <laughs> Bring your checkbook, by the way. Yeah, um, fair enough. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I'm, really, I'm really glad Mike made it on. I was uh, worried that uh, you guys were going to think I had an imaginary friend. No, that's awesome. It was good to have a like a coherent cop on the show. Yeah, uh, he's a uh, he's fun. He he gets he's in the well. I, I don't know how much I could say with that. I've get him in trouble, but his patrol is not one of the friendliest parts of town, I guess, mm. to be a cop in. So, uh, I mean, at least he works in a state where, yeah, he's going to bust his ass and be active because it's crazy down there, but he works in a state that's probably the most pro-law enforcement state in the in the entirety of the Union. Well, so They definitely are, and Masonry is very pro-law enforcement here as well. Uh, yeah. 
Oh, and for any of you brothers listening from Dallas who are not part of law enforcement, um, there is like a, I'm sure this is true all across the country, but there's like a shortage of academy applicants and like decent guys to do the job. So, you know, if you're interested in a career switch or starting one, it's a worthwhile thing to check out. They're good guys. If you're, if you're good enough to be a mason, you're good enough to be a cop. You might have to run and get your ass kicked a little bit, but yeah. Well, I mean, isn't that true in like any profession? I mean, I I don't have a badge and gun, and I have run to avoid getting my ass kicked in work-related matters. Well, actually, that's because you can't you. shut your pie hole. Work-related matters. You're getting your ass kicked by lawyers. No, no, this isn't. <laughs> that's a problem, wait, sir. Wait, wait, no, wait. There's, there's like up your mind's eye for a minute and picture like, just like a complete death match between Harlan and Nick Johnson. Yeah, just oh, like no, that's no, a I'll see briefcases and. Uh, Attaches <laughs> flying everywhere. I'll take that one all day long. No, there's, there's not a lot of attorneys here, believe it or not. I am one of a few. Um, these are like nurses and... Uh, Texas, I believe that. Yeah. It, they handle their own shit. I, I might have made some uh, off-color comment about the state of Texas and then uh, got a nice little jog in... Uh, <laughs> Hey Nick, you're Harlan. coming through, but you are extremely quiet. Yeah, I that's heard a because Harlan won't stop talking. I can't jump in. He keeps switching subjects. I had fifty answers. Oh. I don't even know where he is. See, Nick, now we can welcome hear you. to the show. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I have two stories I want to tell. You're a first. Well, open up the glove so. box, pull your balls out, and tell the stories. <laughs> tell a story, Nick. All right. So there's two of them. The first one's the first one's really sad. But the second one makes up for it. Don't so every story shit. Every holiday at our lodge, this husband and wife put together these baskets for to raffle off. And the wife stands like literally like two inches from the door. Like she scares you every time you walk in, you're like, whoa. And she's like, Did you put your name in for a raffle? And you're like, I this is the front door. You? And you just <laughs> Why are this you is the talking? front door, and I'm walking through it. So no, because no, I that's the parking lot. Have you been here anyway? So she and she does this so like Father's Day, Christmas, Easter, Hanukkah. She like puts all these baskets together herself, and she never charges, and she loves it. She just goes crazy doing it. Um, and like just such a great couple. So last week, her husband. Wow. It's your sound. That's yeah, not I think me. we just lost you. Did you what? What just? Who was that then? I don't know. Anyway, so last week, the uh, the brother um, found his wife uh, dead or whatever one morning. I don't know the right word to use, but she was passed one morning, totally unexpectedly. And the first thing he did, of course, was call 911. It was too late. But it was what was nice was he called a brother uh, as a second phone call because he's like, I, I don't know what to do. And then, like, a bunch of brothers from the lodge just, like, went over there and just, like, have been taking care of him. Um, but, bef- like, uh, the day before she passed, she made two more. F- she made two final baskets for Father's Day. And I won one of them. But it was just such a somber moment in the lodge room because you know we did the raffle and we put on a face and we used to always like 
pretend to really argue and fight with each other over like who was going to win these baskets. And but yeah, it was nice. We're going to miss her. It's always the good people that die. Amen. Well. Amen. So, and then the second story, and yeah, this one's crazy. All right. So, so one of the brothers that I met when I was in Australia reached out to me last week and he's like, Hey, Masonic distress signal. I'm like, hello, what's up, dude? And he's like, there's a, there's a, a brother in my, in, uh, in Miami. Um, we don't know what's going on, but he's in the hospital. I said, uh, okay, what's his name? I can't leave work right now, but I'll drive two hours once work is over. So they gave me his name and gave me his like background or whatever. So I was like, okay. So I went to the hospital and it was like really late because it took forever to get down there in rush hour. And the lady at the reception is like, hi, who are you here to see? And I'm like, uh, that guy. And I just like held up my phone. Like I couldn't even pronounce his name. And she's like, uh, <laughs> okay. I'm like, D-. she's like, are you family? I'm like, kind of. She's like, <laughs> And you can yeah. tell she's like, I, I don't get paid for this. She's like, here you go. <laughs> so I, I like figure out, I find the room and then this guy's getting dialysis. And so the nurses stop me at the door and they're like, whoa, are you family? And in the Philip, he's Filipino. And in the Filipino culture, they have a word that's kuyang, K-U-Y-A-N-G. And it's a really affectionate way to say brother similar to what um, like Abba is for father in Hebrew. Um, so they go, whoa, are you family? And this guy's really, really Filipino. I'm white. And I was like, well, kind of. And then he looks over like really weak and he's like, I, and I look at him, I go, Kuyang. And he's like, yes, he's family. Let him in. <laughs> so I was like, Hi. I'm Nicholas, and there's a whole bunch of people in the Philippines and Australia wondering what the hell's wrong with you. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, what? I'm like, look, I don't even know. I don't know, man. Let's hi. I'm Nick. Like, hi. <laughs> and I was like, so I was like, what happened? And this is where things get really. It's one of those things where the story doesn't really make sense. And then so you just stop asking questions because everyone's looking at you like stop asking questions. So he's in he was stationed in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. Building Guantanamo <laughs> Guantanamo whatever. <laughs> building we're, we're, Don't Guantanamo. mess him up. He's on a roll. We're tracking. Go ahead. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> so he he uh he he was building a school or something, but he's stationed in Guantanamo. I don't know. And then he got a rash on his foot. Like a day goes by and he's like, man, I think something's really wrong with my foot. He goes to visit, I guess the Navy doctor, head Navy doctor person, brother or something. Who's a brother of the lodge down there. Fun fact. We have a lodge in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. Um, yeah, we got Marines. We'll have a lodge. <laughs> so, he so he went to go see and he's like look here's my foot i got a rash i don't know what's going on the brother goes well hope you're not doing anything because i'm flying into miami and he's like and he's like 
two nurses and some kind of military airplane, which uh, I don't know. <laughs> and they flew him on a military airplane to Miami from Cuba. The next day, he's completely shut down. He's on dialysis. They don't know what the problem is. Like, they can't get his... I was like, do you need a kidney? Like, I'll give you mine. He's like... The nurse is like, thanks, but we got to figure out what's going on first before we go down that path. I was like, oh, that makes sense. I was like, okay. (laughs) So So I was like, so you had a... Quick quick interruption. You just, like, straight up offered, like, right there? Yeah, when it man. I not that Nick, quick. Nick, I'll say if I didn't like you before, which I did, I certainly do now. Yeah, dude, that oh. that's commendable right there, man. Cuz I, oh, I I wouldn't have not that are, not that uh, easily. Why, your brother are, needs a kidney? Dude, you're KTCH worthy. Mark, isn't isn't everybody? I, oh. I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far. No. <laughs> Thank you. Nice so Arlen, you wouldn't go anyway. As sorry, is that worthy or everybody would give a kidney? No, right. you're fine. You said Casey's so worthy, and and I I had to pipe up. <laughs> okay, I am so, furiously messaging my wife on another screen. Y'all got me in all kinds of trouble. Anyway, <laughs> so well, stop it. So I was like, so let me get this straight. You you had a rash on your foot, and he's like, yeah. And we didn't have the necessary medical equipment to deal with this in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> and I'm he's like, close. Just let him go. Nick, and okay. he's like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll just stop. Just but saying it's slower go. is not helping go. your case. <laughs> you, know, just shut up. you let Nick go for a minute. Just, just go, whatever. I'm stopping. I'm stopping. Go. I'm done. Go ahead, Nick. <laughs> And then he's like, he's like, apparently not. And you, and I was like, and you took a military airplane. And he's like, yeah, to Miami. Yeah. And they don't know what's going on. Right. All right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like looking around and the nurse is like, that's right. I'm like, I feel like, I feel like we skipped a few steps here. Like, was there nothing in, okay, whatever. Am I safe here? Should I be here? Should I wear something? Like, was I supposed to shake his hand? Like, I don't know. Is it contagious? And they're like, well, just be careful because because his kidneys were sh- shut down. Like, the, the body obviously wasn't filtering anything, which means some kind of crystals are forming in his bloodstream. So if you squeeze or scratch too hard, the crystals will puncture the skin. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Let's back up. He had a rash on his yeah. foot. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, you know what? I don't even want to know anymore. You don't, even, you don't need to keep lying to me. I'm not going to keep asking. So. Rapidly out of Cuba. All right, grabbed Nick, a, Nick, Nick, Nick. Hold, hold on. You, you disappeared for a few seconds there. Go, go yeah, back to the, the last. Go back seconds. to the, you don't have to lie to me. I'm not going to keep asking. Yeah, so I was like, you don't have to lie to me. I'm, like, I'm not going to keep asking. Nope. And so his 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 daughter flew in from camp and another Filipino brother, because apparently the Filipino Masonic community, community is very, very close to each other. Apparently. Um, so 
she flew in and then like this Filipino Masonic family in Miami was like, Hey, you could stay with us. And she's like, who are you? And it was like, Kuyang. And they're like, all right. And then now it's like nine 45, 10 o'clock at night on like a Thursday, a Wednesday or something. I don't know. And then this, another guy like walks by the room and he's like looking really lost. I'm like, Hey, we're in here. And he's like, do I know you? I'm like, no, but you looked the way I looked when I looked and found him. <laughs> and the nurse is like, the nurse is like, what the hell is going on right now? I was like, it's a thing. Don't worry about it. So he's like, hey, I drove six hours here because I heard you were in trouble. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You drove six hours to see him? He's like, yeah. I was like, it's 10 o'clock at night. He's like, yeah. I'm like, why didn't you just come in the morning? I feel like that would have made more sense. Like, where are you going to sleep? Like, did you think about this? I don't know. And he's like, just smiling at me. And I'm like, oh, do you work? Do you do uh, quote construction as well? Like, and he's like, oh man, you know, Hey, I'm so-and-so nice to meet you guys. I'm like, all right, we're just going to skip right over that answer. So I'm going <laughs> to take that as a yes. <laughs> like, no, no, <laughs> screw me. I'm talking. Like, um, so I was like, all right, well, I was like, brother, do you want something to eat? He's like, yeah, you know, I would love something to eat. So I was like, all right. So I asked the nurse, I'm like, hey, is the cafeteria open? And she's like, no, it's closed. I'm like, okay, it's a hospital, but okay. Um, I said, where's the closest place <laughs> to get something to eat? <laughs> I, I mean, sorry, people don't need to eat at night at the hospital. So I was like, where's the closest place to eat? And she's like, McDonald's. Or he's like, sorry, he's like, McDonald's. And he's like, it's one block away. Go out down this way. You get there. I said, okay. He goes, but I got to warn you. It's a really, really sketchy neighborhood. I'm like, it's a hospital. And he's <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I really it's don't recommend. Hand in, hand in a lot of cities, especially bigger cities. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I could take you to a couple hospitals in this town that if yes. you're going to wander around outside, you want to stay close to the ER door just in case. <laughs> yeah, so that seems to be the case there, and now where Harlan is, and now in Miami. I'm still a friend. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know that, but apparently now that confirms it. So yeah, yes, so, that's there you a, go. so that's a pretty crazy story, and then I'm like, well, do you know when you're getting out of the hospital? And he's like, they don't, they don't know, they have no idea. And then I was like, okay, and he's like, I was like, all right, well, I got to go because I'm just, my brain hurts and I've been here for a long time. Um, I said, I'll come back and see you, of course. And he's like, here, write down my phone number. I'm like, why do you have a Miami phone number? If you were in Cuba, where'd you get a cell phone? And that cell phone looks used. So it's not like a new cell phone. I was like, you know what? What's the number? I'll, I'll just message you later. I was like, so, yeah. So... <coughs> Uh, that's pretty much it. A crazy story. So did you find out why he had a Miami phone number from Cuba? No. No. Uh, At that point it was like, look, just they're gonna lie like, to I me could again. See if maybe he's gonna give you the room the room's phone number or the you know the the hospital room, but Right. Yeah, yeah I had no idea how or why he had a Miami phone number. I, but I was like, okay, whatever. Um so I've been messaging him, like texting him like every day. Um, I had like probably 20 people from Australia and the Philippines messaging me and I was playing secretary <laughs> that night. Uh, this name something wants to know 
these words. And he's like, oh, I'll write this. I'm like, yes, sir, how are you? So, which reminds me, I was like, what lodge? Are you? He's like, yeah, we have a lodge there, whatever. Um, a lot of guys go, like, 300 members. We have really good turnout. It's really, like, military style, you know, with our ritual and stuff. I'm like, who are you guys chartered by? And he's like, the Grand Lodge of Massachusetts. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. What the <laughs> hell did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 Did you say Massachusetts, Cuba? Like, I don't know. Is there another Massachusetts? And he's like, Military no, no. We're... Yo, yes, thank you. But I'm a Massachusetts Mason. I've never even heard of this. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, it was chartered in 1967 or something. So I'm like, Massachusetts? Like, because I know like Prince Hall has a has a lodge in the Middle East on one of the bases. I've never heard of this one, so I messaged my buddy who's a grand poobah in Massachusetts. I'm like, hey, is this recognized? I probably should have asked this hours ago. Not that it matters, of course, but... And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's one of them. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Thanks. So, yeah. So, that was my crazy story about running to the aid of a brother worthy brother and just saying like well this is just crazy wow yeah hmm good story damn say that again it was a great story and uh, what's your other story oh my other story was the basket yeah oh that story was not as good yeah (laughs) But at least he, he told them in the proper order. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> that would have sucked the other way around. Yeah, exactly. I said earlier. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I, Nick. I don't know if anybody else told you, but that's I. You know what? As a as a member of our Grand Commandery, that's awesome. You're you're a good egg for doing that. Oh, thanks. Well, you know, I mean, he said somebody was in distress. I mean, he's all yeah, alone not, down here. Not, so. not all brothers will. Drop their silverware and come run that that quick and with that oh, yeah? and offer a kidney and offer a, yeah. and offer a kidney on the spot. Hmm. Well, that sucks. You know, I, mean, I would. I hope more. That's what should be that. done. That's how it should be done, and at least you uh, set a pretty brilliant example of that. So, well oh, done. Uh, thanks. Thanks. Good show. Good show. Yes. And that's everything for episode whatever. We're on 290. <laughs> I didn't mean this show. I meant... <laughs> in, in general... Have, have you no. Know? no, you had it right, Bruce. I think. Uh. Hey, did we post Did we post episode 200 yet? Uh, no, I have been out of town, if you weren't listening. I was in a me- district meeting. We were going over very important stuff. Bullshit. More important than this show? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how important those minutes were, Nick. So important that I'm so glad they took all 20 minutes to tell us about them. Yes. Uh, so, uh, oh, uh, Scotty from the block. Okay, so, now let's get ready to ask about that. Our entire Grand Lodge Facebook about oh like oh my god that boy I talked about. I don't even know why he did that. We found the no, loophole. None of that he heard it. He heard it on our show. Change. His, well, no, I know why he did that. Well, 
Oh, take a couple steps back and just explain to so, us the cheap seats. What's John, going on? A couple on? shows ago, we discussed a loophole that Jeff pointed out in our state's constitution that we could leverage with our lodges bylaws to basically get around having to read the minutes aloud during lodge. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, because uh, I remember going off and mentioning like uh, consent agendas and all that yeah. stuff, and yeah, we, yeah, our shit takes five minutes, which are apparently more common here. In- than I threw. Yeah. That's a idea than I thought. Thanks. Yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> and pause for edit. And go. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, Scotty was infatuated with this idea, as, as we all are, but for it to work, it kind of needed to stay off the radar. And okay. when we turned up our entire Grand Lodge Facebook about it, to which you could imagine the old guy fury spilling out over social media about if you can't stand the five minutes to read the minutes, then why are you coming to lodge? And this is the way it's always been and all the usual tropes you'd expect, except, you know, with fire and passion behind them. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was, it was bad. It was, it was really bad. Well, what's funny is I caught that almost as soon as he posted it, it, it couldn't have been. Yeah more than a couple of minutes now, like I immediately messaged him like, why, why did you do this? You see what We're it is? Going to regret it. Don't have the attention span required to take care of the necessary business of the lodge. And so that's our problem is all these damn millennials it devolved into that for a little while. And some um, of the reactions, some of the people had towards me. I'm like, I think there, there was one guy that I've come I've come to the conclusion that it, he was just solely trying to piss me off. It's like that's wow. the only reason I can think he could be making the specific posts that he was making is he is trying to rile me up. Quite possibly. Uh, but yeah. So thanks for that, Scotty. I, I would have to say that if and others both listening and on the podcast will have to forgive me for a quick moment. If you are so driven that you need to have those minutes read in meeting so you can hear them. I am pretty sure that you also go home and jerk off while reading in a book and about accounting. Wait, what are you trying to say, John? <laughs> Don't. Harlan <laughs> Har- Har- still doesn't know which way you, you feel about this. Well, I mean, granted. I mean, Based on know, those like words. Books ever. Yeah, true. Granted, I think I have my accounting book right over here. Um, Pages not stuck together, by the way. Uh, the the streamlining of reading minutes and reading minutes is not a Masonic cornerstone or or, or a tenant or a landmark. Well, so in these it's, guys' lodges, it is because that's that's all they do. Then they're not a lodge, and they're a, they're a, a really defunct and misdirected literacy group. If if you get together to the lodge to read the minutes and then close the lodge, or get together to read the minutes, bitch about the minutes and close the lodge, why? Yeah. Go be an elk. Really, it sucks. I mean, I've had this conversation in my lodge, especially after I did the whole, hey, we're doing a consent agenda so we can get rid of all this stuff. My first round as master, it was post the minutes before meeting, read them. If you have any questions, ask during meeting. But I'm going to say, hey, you know, we're going to vote as written. 
And it took a few meetings for people to realize that I wasn't bullshitting. But it's in in my district of Pennsylvania, it's a little easier to do because we have a little more latitude that way. It was, we post the minutes, you read them. If you have any questions, you ask. If you didn't read them, that too bad. I have mixed but, feelings. Like, I feel like if we had just posted them to be read, that there were a lot of people who would not read them. And, like, obviously that's on them. But exactly. for the betterment of the Lodge, maybe they should read them. Yes. Or maybe they should hear them. What I'm saying, though, is they're not going to read them. Maybe they need them read to them. So no, we it, need it, to know well, if, if there need to be any changes or anything. I understand that. But as a Mason, you have to be, if you're in your lodge and you care enough to know what's going on, or if you're going to bulk about, hey, we didn't read the minutes, you need to care enough about reading them. Well, you so also you, distribute, you distribute them at a time. Give them a chance to read it. And, and plus, suck it up on their own time. If your concern is, you know, knowing whether or not their changes need to be made, you know, the only people that are going to, that are probably going to pay attention well enough to, to say, hey, this was wrong, are also the people that are going to actually be reading the minutes anyway. Yeah. I agree with that in principle, but I mean, like we have some obligation to make sure the minutes are correct. And if, if you know for a fact that. <laughs> 50% of the people aren't going to read the minutes if they're posted instead of read in open lodge. Like, shouldn't we protect that in some way? But, well, what's but the, I've you, never heard someone say, oh, thank God we read the minutes. So, no, oh, don't get me wrong, I hate him. And I hate Harlan doing his little <clears throat> throat clearing when he knows that everybody has to shut up so he can read the minutes so he can hear his own voice. Like, I hate that more than anything else that happens in Lodge. My favorite part. But, but, but I still tolerate it. It's it, it, his favorite part, too. That's even worse. Brother secretary can read the minutes. Gladly. <laughs> Everyone else, shut the F up so I can read the minutes. But the, that's the thing. That's where the master says, okay, you're going to read the minutes if you care that much. If you don't, you're obviously showing that you don't by not reading the minutes. But okay, if you don't but read maybe the even somebody who doesn't care still might have a correction to make that they wouldn't have made otherwise. Well, that's <laughs> if they don't care, that's fine. But you're not going to unless you read the minutes. You should read the minutes. You shouldn't flog your members by reading the minutes in lodge. Yeah, like I said, I know. Let's let's everybody okay. stop. Can we all at least agree that this should be a individual lodge bylaws decision and not a yes. constitution decision. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. We can, Bruce. There My we... concern is after we got everyone stirred up on the Facebooks is now it's going to become a constitution decision. Which is what I told Scotty. Lodge this year. Because he has called attention to the loophole that now must be closed. Well, if that happens, I'm going to find Scott and Scott, I'm, like I know you're going to hear this at some point. I know where you live. <laughs> Stop it from happening! Don't I let this happen. Milk. You know, I, I've never met the guy, and I barely know anything about him. But you know, I'm with Bruce. I'll drive to I'll drive to Pennsylvania. That's fucking stupid. Uh, like, Nick, you can come on up too, and we'll do that uh, live recording you were talking about. No, I can. <laughs> you just make sure you don't do it in Lodge because he's your Lodge podcast number two hundred and thirteen live ass whooping. <laughs> <laughs> you know. 
You know, if Harlan let us... The time after Lodge made it on to World Star. That'll be it. it. (laughs) You know, if if Harlan let us, it would be awesome if we had, like, a Patreon and people could donate, and then we could all fly around the country, and people could pay us to go to their lodge and have After Lodge. Nick, will go ahead and just plug your show before I ask you to shut the hell up? (laughs) (laughs) Tell you what, Nick. I'm going to give you Brother Jason's, like cell phone number and you can have this discussion with him but you have to record it and send yep. it to us when it's over can we please do that live yes Bruce, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say is, hey come on the show to have this discussion with me but I, I, I'm so okay, down I, for that go on. <laughs> but I, I agree that that needs to be a lodge to lodge decision because that's minutia we need to handle that in our lodges if the federal government came to my city and told me at our local intersection that we needed not a stoplight but a roundabout, they they don't they don't know. John, that's they exactly what that. they do. That is a terrible metaphor. That's a terrible metaphor. Well, that's literally no, their uh, job. Yeah, that's a, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the federal government <laughs> local. I, I didn't say that they function properly. <laughs> however, <laughs> or that it's a good idea. It is not. That it doesn't happen. It's I not a good idea at all. To the core, brother. You are preaching to the choir. Yeah, <laughs> I have a porcupine uh. on my tailgate. So that needs to be decisions like this need to be left up to individual lodges because it's it's lodge operation. Absolutely. Type of function. There's a lodge in Massachusetts. Oh, sorry, there's a lodge in a state that I won't name. Where we're <laughs> <laughs> so not editing that. <laughs> where there's a lot in Belarus, <laughs> Mass where <on> Alaska, <laughs> Massa Guantam, Guantam, anyway. Wait, Cuba. wait, you've already got a soundbite you can edit in. <laughs> <laughs> you could edit in my gaff earlier, kind of throw um, us off the trail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> where on on one side of the piece of paper is the agenda for the current meeting and on the other side of the piece of paper is the minutes from the last meeting and it's very much like what that doesn't work for us because our minutes won't fit on the back side of one piece of paper what if you use legal size because harlan is a secretary hey, what if you weren't so long-winded <laughs> three words <laughs> says the guy who took who spent uh, took three pages taking minutes for a uh Social club meeting Monday. Three three words, Harlan. Print to fit. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make reading glasses in a high enough caliber, John. <laughs> you have to have a prescription. Shut your cock holster and let the meeting roll. God damn it. Yeah, seriously. But it's the only time I get to talk. Every other time see? the master like see? You see what I'm talking about? The master recognizes you're, you're a past master. We interrupt meetings at will. Be quiet. Yeah. I stand up to be recognized, and there's like meetings where I'll be standing for the whole two hours. And like he looks at me and then goes on with the agenda. Well, that's Bruce did that to you brother. a lot. Literally. Uh, you know, one thing I hate about my current brother. lodge, and I, and I love my current lodge, oh, every meeting. They start off with, let's all have sitting and past masters, grandmaster, blah, blah, this and that, this and that. I'll stand up and recognize. In every single meeting, the same people say, oh, thank you, worship master. I am so-and-so out of this lodge. Proud to be here. Oh, it drives me crazy. 
Well, so Scotty's we old do. lodge used to go around the lodge, and every past master they would, the master would invite them up, and they, it, oh, they did it for oh, every I would, past I would master. Never in the room. Back. I would never go back. So no. we recognize all of the distinguished hooplas and so on as well. Uh, our little trick is if they're if they're there too much, we just make them honorary members, and then we don't have to recognize them anymore. I hate to admit it, but I've I've not paid attention right there. Um, At my fish fry lodge during the opening, you know, after the opening, you know, the uh, master, you know, says, you know, uh, past masters of this or any other lodge, uh, please raise your hand to be counted. And then uh, they do visitors. And that's part of the minutes. You don't do that, do you? I don't. No, I I I just say that visitors were introduced. I don't okay. name out who they are. You can go check. The oh, well, they don't. They don't name out who they are. They just say, you know, the in the minutes, it's you know, there were so many past masters and so many visitors no. in attendance. You can you can get that from the Tyler's register. You don't need it in the minutes. Redundant. Yes. All right. Not like half the people never sign in. So, so <laughs> can, we, can we kill this discussion because we are yeah. all in agreement? We can, and I can get my tie to go. Yes, do it. Please do it. Or my Howard Wangs. Maybe I can get some Howard Wangs tied to go. Mm. There is no good way this conversation could go from here out. Wang to go? All right, with some campaign. (laughs) All right, gentlemen. Real skilled. (laughs) Worshipless producer Bruce was metaphorically dropping the gavel on me because he can't do that literally anymore. Thank you. So this is the end of episode 201 of the After Lodge podcast. We should take turns in close. No, go ahead, Nick. This right. is, or not. Today is your turn. Go ahead. Or any previously published episode at www. No, no, you had your chance. Hold on, Mike just messaged me the URL and you can see. No, no, I'm saying Bruce that we all do a little bit. Publish show at www.redistinctnoises.co.uk or at actualodge.com. Uh, that that is from Brother Mike, by the way. You're welcome. You can hang out with IRC at irc.snoonet.org. Don't sign Freemasonry. Uh, you can find us on the Freemasonry and After Lodge subreddits. Find us on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, G Potter, and My uh, Freemasonry, and like six other podcast directories. Leave us some feedback. Tell your friends about us. We're still around. We have crossed the 200 threshold, and we will keep on going. So we'll see you next week, brothers. Later. Keep the light. God bless Texas.